Hello. Hello. And welcome back to the Sunflower Allotment Podcast from my very own potato plot. Yeah, it's great to be on your plot and, and it just looks fantastic, Tim. You've got, I know you've been really squeezed for time, but you know, hats off to you because you've got a lot of, you know, the beds are looking good. You've got lots of things on the go. So production looking good yeah hats off to the plants <laughs> not necessarily to me because yeah they, they've um, uh, but you but the thing is you've got lots of manure in so even though you've been ill and it's mm. been dry you know the, the manure makes such a difference not just the nutrients but the the moisture in the soil mm. the, how it holds the moisture in the soil you know looking at the plot uh, up at the end which has uh, hasn't had that same care mm. put into the soil and it's been similarly dry you know that the sweet corn's not looking so good, whereas ours is kind of surviving. And well, you're always it, very kind. Thank no, you. No, no, so, <laughs> no. No, but the whole thing about the allotment is you put the work in during during the winter months, or when you're mm. you know when you're planting and you get the manure, and, and it pays off now. Mm. And it Maybe. really handsomely pays off now. So yeah. Hopefully. Well, this is a bit of a special episode because we've come well pretty much full circle from our first episode, which was about chitting potatoes. Yes. And I had hardly any knowledge about that. And uh, last year I had a bit of a fail with my potatoes. So I've asked you over to my plot to help me with lifting them and hopefully seeing what you call liquid gold. Is that right? <laughs> it is liquid gold. There it is. Well, it's not liquid, is it? It doesn't really work, does no, it? Not no, it's terrible. No. <laughs> Hidden gold. Yeah. Buried treasure. Yeah. So what you call buried treasure. Yeah. Well, it's also funny that, that um, we've come full circle in terms of the podcast, but it was also a year ago when we... Uh, bit over a year ago wasn't it when you moved on to this plot but you were coming over and I remember at one point you and Jess and Lara I was digging up some potatoes and I dug up a load and gave them to you and and and, uh, it was kind of one of those moments where we we just started talking to each other more so it's full circle in another way we locked eyes (laughs) across a potato patch as those potatoes crossed hands (laughs) yeah so here we are We've got the, uh, well, my plot has got first earlies to the left, which are sharps. Then we've got Nicola, which is second earlies. And then we've got my Pentland crown over there. But we're just going to have a look at the first earlies. And they've just started to dying back with the, uh, the incredibly dry weather yeah. we've had recently. Peter, just talk me through, how do you lift potatoes? And, uh, then, I, and then I'll have a go. So, <laughs> yes. go on. Well, I... I like that thing of, of getting down on your hands and knees and yep. scraping away the ground, scraping away the soil. Let's go. So that you can begin to see what's there. Now, yep. normally I'm doing that uh, several weeks ago yep. because I want to know when they're ready. It's, oh, I'm feeling impatient. Yep. You know, it's been months and months since you've had a really lovely new fresh potato. Okay, you so... Know, so here we I, go. I tend to think, yeah, just, just, let's dig. Just pour away with your hands, yep. just to investigate what's going on initially. Maybe a bit more carefully than I'm doing. No, don't worry. The the, the, the potatoes will okay. take it. You don't want. Um, and quite dry. It's wow. It's really dry. That's why it's dying back, isn't it? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that looks oh, beautiful. Oh, brilliant! Look at that. Oh, that looks fantastic, doesn't it? And that is so different to last year. Yeah. No scab. No blight. Yeah. Lovely white white pale white yellow color yeah and how long would you say that is about four centimeters yeah it's like the size of a small pebble yeah beautiful great so, oh that is so such a good feeling it's a lovely oh, feeling isn't it that's hence the uh, the hidden gold i was it's a the bit, buried treasure. i was a bit nervous because honestly last year was so disappointing this is great yeah. right let's go again now 
so you can carry on. So normally I start digging around with my fingers when I think they're going to be ready. But yeah. look, we know these are ready now. Uh, they're, they're, I've been having, I think I yeah. put mine in, when did I put mine in? Mid to late March. Yeah. And you put yours in two to three weeks later, more around that traditional Good Friday yeah. time. So if mine are ready, I know yours, we've seen, yours are ready. So let's go to the fork. So I think it's time to go to the fork. Yeah. We've done that initial exploration. The thing that always amazes me about potatoes is, um, and we followed the same system, of making a, a quite a deep drill, probably three to four inches below. I brought my fork over here, Tim. Uh, so we make a drill three to four inches below, or trench even, three to four inches below soil level. And then the potatoes go in, so the top of the potato is perhaps two inches above ground. And then as they're growing, we earth them up. So the level of the soil is perhaps a good three to four inches above the level of the surrounding soil. And then isn't that amazing? We're digging the potatoes, you know, the, the seed potato went in a good, what, eight, ten inches below. Mm. Uh, but now we're picking out the potatoes and look, hang on, this is just such a nice sight to, to peel away, yep. to scrape away. And rather than ripping them out, to see there they are like a little and they're still attached on their tubers. And there they are. So, and they're, they're actually kind of, it just always surprises me. They're, they come up so much higher. Right, forks going so, in. No, put it in really vertically. Okay. Like that. Yep. Straight down, or well away from the plant. Because if you go at an, in at an angle, it's really easy to skewer right. a potato. So I've actually got a, a potato fork, which is a very wide fork with blunt ends. And the tines are quite close together. So you can get it right underneath the plant and yeah, lift the whole thing up. Yep. But yeah, brilliant. That's uh, get right in underneath it. So you put the fork in well away from it and then lift the whole thing up. And then um, and then it's down to that's that's I don't think you need to do any more forking. Uh, and you'll see them, you know, as you as you lift the fork up, they, they just sort of magically appear. But now it's like you just need to get in with your hands. Now we're sifting for the gold. Sifting for the gold, this panning is great. for gold. So so far, Peter, this one plant has given us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen potatoes. Yeah, wonderful. That wonderful. seems pretty good I to mean, me. That's, that's a meal. That's a meal. Yeah. Or a meal for me because I love them. <laughs> but they're so delicious. It's so easy to to uh, eat lots. Now, this is as you're doing, just scouring away with your hands is really important yep. because it's so easy. You know, sometimes you'll if you lift the whole plant, you'll see some tiny little tubers, some tiny little potatoes the size of a pea. Mm -hmm. And if you leave them next year, whatever you've got growing in here, you know. Traditionally, it's a good idea that you, after the potatoes, you follow with brassicas. Mm. And then in the middle of your plot, uh, you've got potatoes coming up. And it, it's really hard to get them all out, but it's worth just really sifting through. There's a getting small out. one there. Yeah, yeah. Um, or maybe it won't. And just get them stone. all out. There yeah. it is, yeah. Yeah, well done. Brilliant, let's go for the yeah. second one then. Go for, Here we go. go for another one. Here so straight down, so straight, straight down. down. So that's... No skewering. Straight down to avoid, minimise any risk of skewering one. And Brilliant. then I'm just going to 
give it a shake. Shake the fork as I bring it up. Just gently. They can bruise if you drop them too much. Yeah. Oh no, look, here you are. So here's, sometimes you will also see, the, the soil is so dry, but you'll see the original seed potato, like a ah. sort of little... Which emits that leather. one there? No, that's not it. No. no. Um, I was thinking we might see it, but it's like a little leathery if it's dry or soggy if it's wet sort of sack and that was the original potato. I know what you mean. There's there's a tiny little seedling I mean what's that it's not even the size of a pea yeah but those things if you leave them in the ground then you've got potatoes coming up next year. I've had a lot of that this year. Yes it's not a bad thing in itself <laughs> well, but it's I, not, not, enough, not potatoes where you don't want them. A, a very quick funny story the other day a neighbour came by and looked at my plot and he said hey well done your potatoes are looking really good. I turned around and I said, that's actually not a potato bed. <laughs> that's the bed I'm currently weeding. But I'd left it for a couple of weeks and so many old potatoes had come yeah, through. There you go. Uh, we had a laugh about it. But yeah, go, this yeah. is this is it. As you say, you need to clear the potatoes. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah, there's, oh, hang on, stop. Yeah. There's a little tiny one. Oh, yeah. and there's a big one. I feel like this one... We haven't had as many from this one. Oh, no, they're, they're in there. You've ah, here got, they are, yes. You've just got to find them. Yeah. And that's part of the fun, scrabbling around with your hands. Yeah. Uh, like we say, partly to not miss any so that you're having a lovely meal, but also to make sure all the, all the, they're all out. Well, there we that's, go. Hey, that's it. That's oh, the that's, seed. That's the, the original seed potato. So yep. you can see it's just sort of rotted away. It's like squishy. Yep. Sometimes it'll just be an empty sack. Uh, yeah. And so I this, would... this, this fork of yours that you've got, Peter, sorry, I interrupted you before. Mm. This is a wider, blunt fork, is it? Yeah. It's... Um, this potato fork. So that fork has four tines, traditional, you know, bog-standard digging fork, the one I've got has perhaps 10 tines and they're closer together yep. and they're blunt on the end so uh, but the idea is you go down and underneath the potato uh, the the, uh, the potato plant and then as you dig them up as you scoop upwards it's like a it's like a kind of sieve yeah. the potatoes don't fall down between the tines so it's quick um, but actually if they're really small they'll still fall between the tines Brilliant. and then last year being over vigorous I broke it <laughs> so I need to weld it together I fully imagine that <laughs> yes well Peter thanks ever so much and what a great occasion what a celebration because after last year I, oh, I really I was really worried I thought they were gonna have scab and blight but this is brilliant and they look absolutely perfect they do look really good don't they, look they? lovely they're gonna yep. be great eating and what is it one o'clock right now i'm gonna go back and, and have yeah, those for yeah. my lunch uh, what i'd suggest is you've got two plants worth there i'd be interested to know what the yield is from two plants so weigh yeah. them just, okay just, be just yeah. interesting to know we can count them up but they're such yeah. very but they're they're, they're perfect they're absolutely yeah. perfect i love that soft white yellow mm. sort of buttery color how are you going to do them a salad, I think. Ah, yeah. potato okay. salad. Lovely, yeah. lovely. Yes. Yeah. Hot day, what, isn't it? What I find is that when they're fresh, when when they're really young, mm. um, they can they will just cook so quickly. Mm. You know, traditionally, we think twenty minutes for to boil a potato. I was finding that the Sharps Express when they first came out were doing in under ten minutes. Okay. And the the little ones. I mean, this one. It's you know. Mm. Um, so sweet it's about the size of a broad bean <laughs> uh, you know those can do in two or three minutes mm. so what I do is is uh, as they're boiling away 
or steaming them is, is a good mm. way to do them when they're young. Um, just have one or two that you're testing mm. and then whip them out as soon as you think and, and getting the small ones out sooner. And yeah, salad, what, what with? Dressing or mayonnaise? Oh, or spring onion. Yeah, lovely. Olive oil. Yeah. And Maybe, yeah. And you've got uh, fine, fine bushes of parsley. I tend to find um, mm. a really nice way of doing them is t is when they're when they're out of the pan, just bash them lightly. Mm. Dribble on some olive oil and some salt and pepper, some chopped up parsley, mm. and that in itself is a, is just magic. While we're here, Peter, um, I don't know anything about onions or shallots. And I came down the other day, and first of all, I saw these things growing on the end. Yes. These are very beautiful. It's the scape. Is it a seed or a you flower? You can see, there's all the seed. It is the seed. Now, what's right. useful to do is break them off. Yep. And as we mentioned earlier, in an earlier episode, talking about the garlic, uh, they're, when they're young, they're great to cut off and, and eat, mm. but the garlic ones are superb eating. Great. Uh, these are a bit too... too too big and gone now yeah. but um, important to cut them off so uh, that the now I remember you're talking about that yeah. of course yeah so that was the scape I yeah. know I'm so forgettable no <laughs> <laughs> you're the, uh, uh, um, cut them off so yeah. that you stop things going to seed but they're I mean they're looking a lovely color those red onions absolutely beautiful color isn't it that, and that lustery mm. finish uh, so like the first thing I noticed was mm. was eating the top but the second thing I noticed was the fact that the uh, the tops, what are they called, the stalks, just the leaves, the leaves yeah. have fallen over. Yeah, beginning to fall away. Now, yeah. is that is that a sign that they're ready? Yeah, yeah. Because what what's going to happen? You know, if those leaves have gone brown mm. and they're falling over, mm. is that going to? Is there any photosynthesis going yeah. on? Is, is what's done. happening? It's done. Yeah. Um, so yeah, time to. Uh, so sh can we lift one now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Great. Let's have a go. Oh, what a great day this is. First potatoes <laughs> yes. and now onions. So we've onions. got the, the... And actually, and I, I tweeted a picture about it because mm. I love that thing when you get a whole dish. So I made a mm. potato salad, which was uh, onions, garlic, uh, parsley, potatoes, mm. uh, and makes just a beautiful potato salad. Well, it is, as I said, it's around mm. one o'clock now, so this is mm. going to be my lunch. So mm. which one should I go? I'll go for these two here. Yes, I? I, I would say, I mean, some of them are still growing well, and they've, they, you can see, I mean, these red, these red onions will mm. grow quite large. Okay. Uh, and so you can leave them to grow, but if any yeah. have, have really fallen over, yeah, hoik them out. And let's have a look at it. Yeah, that's in really good condition. Lovely. Uh, if you just, you can see the outer leaf. Uh, so the outer uh, layer yep. is dry, but underneath, isn't that a stunningly beautiful <laughs> wow, colour? It's incredible, isn't it? If, if you were it's a, a piece potter, of artwork, isn't I know. It? Yeah. If you were a potter and you produced a glaze like that, yeah. you know, you would be deliriously happy. It's so deep, isn't it? Yeah. That red, it's beautiful, yeah. And also, uh, I think the red onions have a have a fantastic flavour. Yeah. And especially because so often when we see, like the garlic, you mm. know, when you see it in shops. Uh, they've hung around God knows how long, mm. you know, they store fine, okay, of course, but when they're fresh, mm. uh, green or wet, um, however you want to call it, I think the flavour is just stunning. 
really really well, something and uh, you know we don't have it for long so it's really important you know because all this crop will, will be out of the ground within soon yeah and then we're drying them uh, for storage uh, the flavor still fantastic but but to enjoy the flavor mm. when they're when they're green or wet yeah, mm. I think is is really really good and 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 actually they're they're also kind of milder mm. um, so they don't need cooking they're lovely raw uh, in any kind of dish, chop and th chop them up on pretty much anything, and and it will enhance any almost any dish. And this week you you've picked garlic, haven't you? Yes. And you've tweeted a, an amazing picture of all the garlic you've picked. Yes. Um, how many have you how many have you got? Uh, Two hundred and forty. Out. I yes. Already. Yes. <laughs> no, and twelve elephant garlic. So over two hundred and fifty altogether, but. As I might have said, elephant garlic is technically a leek. Right, so, okay. But it's, yeah, we'll call it garlic, so right, 200, so over 250. I thought you just picked a handful, so you've already picked. I picked the whole lot. The whole lot. Partly because it was ready to pick. Yep. And because, oh, there's a big gust of wind, the trees are billowing around. Um, do you want me to talk about garlic now? Yeah, well, I mean, why not? We, we kind of stooped over the onions. It feels like a good place to talk about it. Yes, so we had yes, a question yes. on Twitter saying, how did you manage to cultivate such high productivity? What spacing did you use? Right. Uh, I put in quite a lot of for, uh, manure mm. the previous year. So I, I knew the soil was in really good condition, but that also had a drawback, which I'll come back to in a moment. Uh, so there was lots of manure in, and uh, uh, I... So, and it had been in a long time. There was no fresh digging, mm. uh, so that I knew the soil was in prime condition. I think for me, as I put on the tweets, you know, the, the the traditional saying about garlic is planted on the shortest day of the year, 21st of December, mm. uh, for the winter solstice, and harvest on the longest day of the year, which you've just had, January, uh, June the 21st. For me, I think you can plant, well, it's known that you can plant garlic any time from October, November. Uh, for me, actually, planting December the 21st, well, one, it's a bit close to <laughs> Christmas. Uh, uh, but I think it's a bit late. I'd say mm. always by the end of, end of November. Mm. Garlic needs a good 60 days below 6 degrees. And I think we had, I mean, one, I got a really good crop nearly all of them came up apart from one or two which I knew when I put in weren't the best condition in terms of the bulbs but I whacked them in anyway um, but they all the good pretty much they all came up we had a fabulous garlic growing season because it was cold when it needed to be cold uh, we had lots of sun it wasn't too wet mm. and I think uh, like the onions and any autumn sown onions they need to be a certain height before the bad weather really hits when we get bad weather january february they need to be kind of not not just emerging so i think you know you've got a strong plant by by uh, you know when we're having really bad weather so i think that's a significant thing distance well i would say i can't remember and i haven't got my notebook on me but six to eight inches apart and as I might have, uh, and I rather uh, 
was rather embarrassed that I, I made a slightly boastful comment about how good the garlic was looking in in, in March when it was knee high already. You can't backtrack now. No, I you know. Well, I know, but I but I but I don't backtrack that much now. People were passing by saying, uh, you know, your leeks are looking amazing, and of course I'd say, no, it's garlic. <laughs> uh, I know now because there was there was quite a lot of rust, and I'm and I. I saved them from the rust by cutting away, you know, the rust is li literally, it looks like rust. Yeah. Uh, and I noticed a lot of the garlic around us had rust. Mm. Little spots of, of that, just rust color, mm. uh, brownie red, spots of it on the, on the leaves, and then, it, and then it can spread. So I cut all that off and sprayed it with an organic spray, uh, which I was recommended by the, the lovely Rachel at Mousehold. And that seemed to work, it held mm. the worst off. Uh, but I, why do you get rust? And Rachel and I had an interesting discussion and I, and I did lots of research. Can be because it can be wet and we did have a, a mm. little bit of a wet period. Wet and, wet and humid, mm. it, it can produce rust. Yeah. It's a kind of fungal thing. Um, it can be too much nitrogen and I know, as, a, as I mentioned earlier, mm. there was uh, quite, a lot of, quite a lot of manure in the ground which mm. is nitrogen rich and I think the other thing, I, I was following the traditional spacing, but having done research, I think you minimize the risk of rust by having them further apart. Okay. And I will eat next year when I do, or this year, October mm. this year, uh, I will plant them, uh, it will be twice the distance. Okay. If you've just got a small crop, it's not a problem, but when you've, I think that was 10 rows, 10 rows of garlic. <laughs> 250. As, <laughs> as you know, was my intention to be self-sufficient in garlic <laughs> uh, and in many other things. But uh, so I now know I, I'm going to plant them at least double yeah. the recommended distance. Why why plant them further apart? It's so that they have air, space, light, and I think I was so surprised how thickly mm. the foli foliage was, and I looked at it and I thought, yeah, that's that that's good rust incubating conditions <laughs> so I've learned from that as always you know you learn yeah as we've said observe closely think about what what are the factors um, what else yeah I think just too close together and also I think probably the rust might have been minimized uh, because everyone all the other garlic mm. had had rust and I noticed some on yours uh, mm. your your neighbour Joe. Yeah, he had some. He had some. Wendy um, had some. Wendy had some. Um, the people on the other side of me, Anna, and ev everyone, everyone's garlic had rust. Yeah. I got it the worst, but I think because mine were bigger and therefore there was much less space comparatively. Yeah. And I think that the other reason they can be prone to rust is not enough potash. Yeah. So that's where we come back to good old comfrey. Back to comfrey, like we said last week. And, and yeah. also, uh, it's very soluble, it will wash away in the rain. Mm. So I'll know next year I will add more potash. I'll put um, a line, you know, perhaps August, September, uh, I'll line it, I'll, I'll put lots of comfrey leaves down uh, and I'll make a tea and I'll, you know, save the ash from the fires and, uh, and make sure that there's a good level of potash. Onions, certainly, any of the onions, onions, shallots, garlic, love potash, mm. so, uh, or, or need potash. Um, so already, yeah, we're thinking about next year's. So, uh, but based on what we learned from this year, yeah. But Brilliant. still a very fine crop. And, well, well done. And like the like your onions, you know, when it's fresh, the wet, the, uh, green garlic, just eaten eaten raw, a few 
shaves of it on onto yeah. a salad, onto potatoes, just about anything you care to mention. Even onto a, a pizza if you made a pizza and putting that on just before you serve it, rather than cooking yeah. it, stunning. Well, before we finish, I'm just going to grab one more. Yeah, go for it. I mean, they, and they are oh, beautiful. Yes. And also as easy as you like. Uh, Look yeah, at that. Because you can see, you can see they have such little roots, and it, mm. you can see when it's dry. You know, mm. the roots are perhaps two inches at best. So you can see when it's really dry, they just, you know, there's no moisture for them. They want to come. They want to come. I'm telling and, you. And it's perhaps, I have actually just watered, been watering some of the shallots because I want them to go on mm. bulking up uh, and bulbing up. Um, but I know there's no moisture. So very rarely for me, I've actually been watering. <laughs> <laughs> but well done, Tim. Uh, well I mean, done it's a fabulous sight. Yeah. And, and your, the smile on your face uh, with your, oh. your harvest of well, onions good. and potatoes. I'm going back there now. I'm going to lift the rest of those potatoes. Brilliant. Oh, and some mint. Some mint to go with them. Or, oh, and yes. some parsley. And some parsley. Great. Brilliant. Well done.